Welcome to Startup Confidential. What food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 68, The Law of Frito-Lay and Why It Matters. The following is an excerpt from my book, Ramping Your Brand, that needs a bit more amplification. I still see far too many founders platforming brands way too early and chasing growth by adding UPCs all over the store. And there is no better way, folks, to turn your brand into a meaningless commodity than losing all focus in your UPC mix. Chasing this or that product trend is very tempting, especially if you spend too much time at trade shows noticing this or that completely irrelevant signal. And letting a buyer convince you what your UPC mix should be is also a cardinal sin in CPG growth strategy. That topic shouldn't even come up if you've approached the buyer correctly, boldly, and with confidence. And if you have an actual strategically grounded opinion about your UPC mix. And also, finally, if you've mastered the art of no. And so now, without further ado, here is an excerpt straight from the Audible edition of Ramping Your Brand, The Power of Focus, or The Law of Frito-Lay. There is another critical law of product design that ironically even Big Co. is frequently overlooked in their obsession with lower-risk line extension innovation, The Power of Focus. This law is not specific to premium CPG brands. In fact, SC Johnson is perhaps the single most consistent adherent to it within CPG. But this book features food and beverage case studies, so I'm calling it the law of Frito-Lay. Besides, Cheetos are a lot more fun than scrubbing bubbles. Sorry. It's just true. I've had the pleasure of consulting with Frito-Lay North America several times in my career. Of all the big co-clients in my roster, FLNA continues to be the most consistently world-class marketer in CPG. They have one of the largest distribution capabilities in the world allowing them to reach over 290,000 retail outlets within weeks of a launch. For context, there are 38,000 supermarket doors in the United States, including Walmart, and Frito-Lay is in every one of them. Despite its godlike ability to shove product in front of consumers, FLNA focuses just as hard on building memorability as it does on building distribution with their core trademarks. Heard of the Super Bowl? A decent cultural argument can be made that the Super Bowl is more a field marketing event for PepsiCo, Frito-Lay's parent company, than it is the NFL season finale. If Frito-Lay could get each team to wear Doritos co-branded Super Bowl jerseys, they would, trust me. Frito-Lay has eight entirely distinct salty snack forms, each of which has a uniquely iconic sensory experience for which it has basically no competition at all. Private Levin knockoffs sell relatively pitiful amounts of even the best executed imitations, which you'll find at Aldi in my experience. Mere distribution cannot explain the creation of so many nearly identical salty snack products with 9 and 10 figure revenue. World-class R&D coupled with unrelenting focus on a single product form with multiple flavors is a proven value-added CPG brand building strategy. One form, one sensory experience, one trademark. It works so well because it's simple. And simplicity facilitates maximum memorability in the consumer's mind. The only serious variation the brain has to grasp is surface flavor. 
The rest of the brand is essentially repetition and ruthless consistency. Rinse, repeat. I continue to see a bewildering number of premium CPG brands trying to obtain top-line growth through premature platforming. Platforming is the practice of spreading your trademark across multiple unrelated categories, sometimes multiple aisles. In the near term, it can often lift total revenue because it simply accesses more eyeballs merely by increasing the amount of UPCs any given shopper sees. However, prior research by the Hartman Group has already established that single-category early-stage premium food and beverage brands outperform multi-category ones as they scale towards $100 million because they are far more likely to sustain high growth rates. Their multiple category equivalents tend statistically to see their growth rates collapse as they scale, which neither a founder nor a strategic acquirer want. That was your excerpt from the Audible edition of Ramping Your Brand. If you want to actually see figure 8 mentioned in this excerpt and the surprising data that it's built on, please grab a physical copy of Ramping Your Brand on Amazon.com. But if this mesmerizing narration was just your thing, consider grabbing an Audible copy on audible.com or your Audible app. That's all I've got this time, folks. And remember, as always, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his Founders Quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.